This video is brought to you in partnership with Careerist. If you're anything like me, you're always looking to better yourself, learn something new, try something different. When that feeling extends to honing a new and rewarding set of skills that may lead to a very fine paycheck, well, that's where Careerist comes in. Careerist is an online learning platform that can teach you how to develop your own websites, create apps, test the software that powers those websites, and utilize those skills to implement computer systems for large companies. Skilled Careerist advisors will help you choose your path of study, help you to find 100% remote internships when your course is completed, provide one-on-one -on -one mentorship along the way, in addition to assisting in your dream job search. What's more, most courses can be completed in under six months. As a very special promotion, sign up through the link on screen and get up to $250 off the course of your choosing and start your journey towards an exciting and rewarding future today. This has been ongoing for some time now, but tonight it was particularly weird. In fact, I'm telling this story from under my blankets, kind of freaking out still. So some context, I'm 25, female, and I live on the second story of my building in a moderately large city in the United States. We have a lot of homeless people in my area, and there's a safe injection site right next to my home. I'll mention right off the bat that I've been houseless within my lifetime, from ages 8 to 10, and grew up in the quote-unquote care of an addict. I completely empathize with folks who are having a tough go at things. However, I also value my safety, and my neighbor's safety for that matter. So I will preemptively apologize if at any point I sound frustrated at this ongoing situation. I'm mad at the situation itself that has plagued both the life of myself and the houseless man who is tormenting my building. This all started about a year ago when my boyfriend and I were nearly attacked by this man while downstairs in our parking lot. To summarize the situation, we had just gotten home or my partner was going to drop me off. We didn't live together at the time. We kind of do now, but only on the weekends. And as we said our goodnights, we noticed a man pacing in the visitor's parking lot, who was seemingly having a rough time. We kept our distance, car doors locked, and windows up. And eventually the man got the hint, and left. Just to set the scene a bit here. My parking lot has two sections. One is the public or guest parking area. The second is a locked gate with a smaller locked door for residents to safely park overnight. The gate requires a fob entry, and the door has a regular building key. I got out of the car and proceeded to walk towards the door, key in hand. My boyfriend started up the car, which caused the houseless man to rush back into the parkade and promptly attack the car. He hopped onto the hood, beating on the windows and trying to rip off the mirrors. I watched in horror as this terrifying situation evolved right next to me, a mere 14 feet away. I quickly got my key into the lock and opened the door at lightning speed. The sound of my keys caught the attention of the man, and he promptly turned his attention towards me, sprinting along the way. Thankfully, by this point, I had begun closing the door behind me. By the time he got to me, I had slammed the door in his face and stepped backwards while he screamed at me. When my partner realized I was safely behind a locked door, he got into gear and drove away. Moments later, he called me and instructed to get away from the door and to safely get inside. It was a good thing that he did, 
I felt like I was frozen. I couldn't move. My heart was pounding out of my chest as the man screamed disgusting things at me, most of which revolved around essaying me and gesturing crudely at his groin while flicking his tongue. I finally broke my fear freeze, walked away as he chanted, Pretty lady, pretty lady, want a taste? Those words are burned into my memory even now. I rushed upstairs and quickly closed the blinds of my windows. I heard him still yelling and chanting outside for a good few minutes after. But then I heard something unusual. It was a lighter clicking. The silence was deafening as the lighter clicked repeatedly. Eventually the click stopped, and he began laughing. I looked outside. Peering through the blinds, I realized he was attempting to set our building's wooden fence on fire. Luckily it had been raining so the fence wasn't catching. I quickly hopped on a call with emergency services who sent a police car and a fire truck. As soon as the cop car pulled up, the man went ballistic and started screaming bloody murder. They apprehended him quickly and took him away in the ambulance. Months passed with no sign of him. But one day, a resident in my building reported being attacked by a man who matched his description to a T. After that incident, we the residents repeatedly heard him screaming, crying, moaning, and laughing at least three times a week outside our building, generally at night. He also started trashing and damaging people's cars when they parked in the guest lot. Thankfully, we installed a new gate last week that closes off the guest parking behind another fob-activated gate. The thing is, as soon as the gate got installed, the man left us alone. It's been a quiet week. It's been nice. But tonight... About an hour ago, I was laying in bed scrolling on TikTok when I heard what first sounded like soft sobbing. At that point, I thought it was coming from TikTok. But after some scrolling, I realized it was coming from outside. I looked out there, and there he was, sobbing and pacing around the back alley. He suddenly switched gears, though, and began jogging while groaning loudly and continuing to cry while occasionally hitting attacking the new fence we installed. He is seemingly left now, but I'm terrified at his new habit. I'm really hoping he doesn't start crying outside my building routinely. I feel truly terribly for the man, and I also feel bad making this post, but the whole situation is really freaking me out. I don't feel safe in my own home, and I needed a place to vent. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education, is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. The situation sounds to me as if it involves mental illness, and that only makes me feel worse for this man. It's obvious that he needs help in whatever situation he's enduring, and while I'd like to assist, it scares me to high heaven every time I see or hear this man present himself. When I was much younger, and considerably more naive. I worked in a large college kitchen. We had three large walk-in fridges that contained all the frozen and cold foods. 
The farthest one was the fridge that had a faulty interior handle. So we had to have freezer buddies in order to enter. One to hold the door, and one to get the ingredients. One of my coworkers, we'll call him Slug, 34-year-old male, who was a bit of an odd fellow, who followed me, a 19-year-old female, like a little puppy. He made comments that were inappropriate, but nothing was ever done. One day, Slug was helping me by holding the door while I loaded stuff onto my prep cart. I felt off about this situation, especially with his random comments. Are you single? What's your type? Are you a virgin? I stopped listening after the second question. From the door, I hear my name. It would be a shame if the door closed and we got stuck in here together. I'll make sure to keep you warm. I looked up about halfway through him talking to see him closing the freezer door. I began screaming as the door clicked closed and I was trapped with the greasy heap of a man. Now the anxiety of my situation was overwhelming and the freeze or fight kicked in. He took a few steps towards me as if he was going to hug me and I lost it. I hit him twice before he realized what was happening. As the daughter of a police officer, I was taught to defend myself, and that's exactly what I did. He was face down on the cold floor when my sous chef ripped open the door with two other male co-workers ready to beat his ass. My sous chef put me in his office while they dragged Slug out of the building and left him bleeding outside. He cried about how I attacked him for, quote, accidentally closing the door, trying to help. But what Slug didn't know was that the security cameras that were in the back of the fridge to make sure employees don't smoke in there caught all of his actions, and they certainly appeared to be on purpose. So all this BS was caught on camera with audio. He was promptly fired and spent about six weeks stalking me before he got to meet my dad in uniform at our home one night. Restraining order required. But that's a story for a different time. I'm a long-time lurker here, but this is my first-ever post. I've been dying to get more opinions on what this encounter really was, because the people I've told tend to brush it off as me being paranoid. So something creepy happened to me. I'm a female, and I was 26 in 2020 when it happened. This was back when just about everything was closed down during the pandemic, and I was still studying to be a teacher. One of the requirements for teaching is to pass the RICA exam, which is a four-hour-long test that is commonly taken at a testing center. I found a testing location that was still open and made myself an appointment. Since COVID regulations were in effect, I was told prior to arriving that test takers could not use the lockers to store their belongings. I don't know if it was a sanitation issue or what. Anyway, my mom offered to drive me to the test site and said that she would pick me up afterwards to grab lunch. This is important because A, I didn't drive. And B, I decided to leave my phone with my mom because it would be easier with the lockers not being in service. I finished my exam about 10 minutes before the four-hour time limit ends and went right outside to wait for my mom. I expected her to be outside in the parking lot because she's typically early to arrive for most things. But she wasn't. No big deal. I decided to stand in the middle of a parking space on the opposite side of the lot facing the building. I noticed a man who was dressed in a suit walking into the lot from a path between the testing site 
and another building that was in the center. He didn't acknowledge me, got into his car that was parked a few spots over to my left. He backed out of this spot and started turning his car in my direction, which was also the opposite direction of the only exit in this parking lot. I knew something was wrong, but before I could start making my way back into the testing site, he blocked the parking spot I was standing in with his car. He had his passenger side window rolled down and began to tell me how beautiful my hair was. I said thank you, and that's when he started to say other things. But I couldn't make it out because he began speaking softer. I felt myself take a step forward naturally to try to make out what he was saying, but stopped because I realized that that was probably what he wanted, me closer to the car. He must have noticed my apprehension, because he then began negotiating a friendship, saying he was from Uganda, and that he needed someone to show him around. This whole interaction lasted less than 30 seconds, and ended rather abruptly when out of nowhere, he put his car in reverse and dipped out of the parking lot. Now that this car was out of my way, I was able to see two workers from the test site had exited the building at some point and were yelling for me to come back inside. They saw the interaction, thought it looked off, and offered that I wait for my mom in the lobby. Has anything like this happened to anybody before? Any men in nice clothes, with nice cars, acting borderline predatory? It really bothers me because young adults frequent these types of testing sites all the time and leave dazed and vulnerable after sitting through four-hour exams, many times with nothing on them but an ID like me. Did this man know that? And are there others out there staking out test sites for this reason? Did those proctors save me from being trafficked? Or something worse? Teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.